fellow redeemed in Christ. If I asked you to describe your house, you would likely provide information about lot size or landscaping, square footage, the design, perhaps age, color, perhaps the number of stories and doors and windows and cabinets. But would you ever think to include the foundation? Oh, the most important part of my house is the rock-solid foundation. Probably not. We seldom think about the foundation of a house unless the foundation develops problems, a crack or shifting or some other problem. And yet the reality is that the foundation is really the most important part of a house because every other component in the house depends on that solid foundation. The floors, the walls, the ceiling, the roof, and finally, the furnishings and the occupants. Which part of a house is built first? The foundation. Which part of a house bears all the weight? The foundation. Which part of the house then is the most important? The foundation. And if that is true of your house, it is certainly true of your household and of your life. Jesus talked about the importance of having the right foundation in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. And this is what he said. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But whoever hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So what may we learn from these two builders, these two buildings, these two foundations? Where may we find a solid foundation for our lives and the lives of those we love? A foundation that will stand the test of time and eternity. A foundation that can bear any weight and survive the fiercest storm. The answer, of course, is the foundation of our Lord Jesus Christ and his word. So consider with me this morning just three brief points. The first is that everyone is a builder. Everyone. Whether realized or not, or planned or not, everyone is building his or her life on some foundation. The only questions are, what kind of foundation? And will that foundation last? Some people build their lives on money, thinking that Endless wealth will bring endless happiness and contentment, though it never does. And others build their lives on worldly possessions. Let's call it what it is. All that stuff. That stuff that eventually breaks or wears out or gets lost or is left for the next of kin to sort through and dispose of. And still others build their lives on all the isms of this world. Humanism, hedonism, rationalism, skepticism, atheism. Did you realize 
that even an atheist, someone who denies the existence of God, is building his life on a foundation. But that foundation is called the No God Foundation. Will such a man, will such a foundation survive the day of judgment? Everyone is a builder, everyone. But we not only choose foundations for our lives, we help choose foundations for the lives of others, for families, for friends, at times for complete strangers. And I find that foundation building a very sobering thought. That's why the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, everyone should be careful how he builds, for no foundation can be laid than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Just consider the responsibilities that parents have in choosing the right foundation for the lives of their children. Fathers, Paul said, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Or consider the calling that we all have here to build each other up in the faith. The Apostle Paul also said in Ephesians 4, speaking of Jesus, it was he who gave some to, be, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. We're supposed to build each other up in the faith right here on campus. And that's why tearing people down, whether by unkind remarks or rumors or gossip, is just so wrong and so hurtful and so out of place. I shudder to think of all the children who may be being built up on the wrong kind of foundation. Foundations not from God's word, but from the godless world. Foundations from some Bible-bashing university. Foundations from violent video games or from some primetime sitcom that promotes sexual immorality in every conceivable form. Or foundations that are built upon so-called scientific things like evolution. Evolution that views us not as a special creation of God, but just as accidents of random chance. Just a little bit more evolved than animals. So why should we not live like animals? Can you see why so many young people today feel empty and angry and directionless and without foundation? Understand that when we offer advice, we are foundation building. When we share Jesus, we are foundation building. When our lives serve as godly examples, we are foundation building. Conversely, when we treat each other in a poor way, when we tear each other down, when we refuse to forgive, when we display an I don't care attitude about the word of God, we're also building a foundation. It's just the wrong kind of foundation. Second, in matters of faith and hope and life, in the end, there's just two types of building material. There's God's word, and then there's everything else. Twice within this parable of the wise and foolish builders, Jesus described the right building material. He said, 
It's his word. Whoever hears these words of mine, said Jesus, words from me and words about me, that's the right building material for life. Jesus did not say that you were to build your life on human philosophy or on fame or fortune or pleasures or addictions. Every one of those things is worldly building material and as a result, destined, doomed to fail. But instead, Jesus said, if you want a stable life, if you want an unshakable faith, if you want a life that is filled with peace and joy and the certainty of salvation, then build your life on me. Build your life on my word. And third and finally, when we do that, When we build our lives on the foundation of Jesus and his word, we can withstand any storm in life. Now, notice something about this parable that Jesus told. There were two houses, right? They both faced the same violent storm, but only one house stood and the other house completely collapsed. What was the difference? Was the difference the builder? No. Was the difference the building? All of those things I mentioned at the beginning of age and color and square footage and number of rooms and doors and windows and cabinets, was that it? No. The difference that allowed one house to stand and the other house to fall was having the right foundation. And the right foundation, the foundation that holds us up and holds us firmly in place and aligns everything in just the right way is what Jesus said. Everyone who hears this word of mine. Storms will come into our lives. They will. In this parable, Jesus made no mention of a 20% chance of rain or the possibility of afternoon thunderstorms. He spoke with absolute certainty. He said the rains came, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. In fact, he even used the plural winds and streams to suggest the certainty and the severity. And yet, when you and your household are built squarely on the word of God, you have the assurance of Jesus himself who said this, the rain came. The streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall because its foundation was built on the rock. In 1992, Hurricane Andrew destroyed thousands of homes in southwest Florida. And yet in an area where the wreckage looked like a war zone, there was one house that remained standing surrounded by houses that had collapsed. And when a reporter saw that, he asked the homeowner, so how is it that your house remains standing and the other houses collapsed? And this is what the man said. The man said, well, I built this house myself. And when I built it, I built it strictly according to the Florida State Building Code. And when the code required two-by-six trusses for the roof, I used two-by-six trusses. I was told that any house built to code would withstand a hurricane. And it did. Build your life 
on the foundation of God's word, you won't be disappointed. Because this is the only foundation that comes with a guarantee. And this is the guarantee. 1 Peter 2.6 For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Our hymn is 370, stanzas 1 and 2. 370, 1 and 2. <laughs>